Welcome to the Blue Dot Podcast. Please join us as we discuss what's happening in Harrison County, Indiana. Hey, Harrison County, I'm Elmer Ramos. And I'm Graylin Porter, and you're listening to the Blue Dot Podcast. Well, hello, Harrison County, and welcome to episode 38. I am back. It's Woo-hoo! been a while. I miss you guys. We've missed you. We missed you a lot. <laughs> it's it, life's gotten a little crazy, but you know, I you know, I'm just getting it together. But yeah. I definitely want to thank you, Graylin. I oh, think you thank you're you. doing an amazing job, especially with online website. Facebook, yeah. and I don't think you're praised enough for all the work oh. you put into Blue Dot. So <laughs> I, I, I need everybody to know that Graylin is a powerhouse behind Blue Dot, and she does a ton of work for thank it. Thank you. And thank you. Uh, we do have a good team, and I want to thank the uh, other people that came on, Anna Scott and Leo mm-hmm. Porter, Alex, Sarah, and Chris, who mm-hmm. now we have new music, which is pretty cool. Well, I love our new music from Chris, and yeah. he is so generous to let us use it. Thank you so much. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah it's been really fun learning how to edit. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, and I think you know, mm-hmm. I think we're we're all becoming much more of a self-sustaining podcast, which is kind of mm-hmm. what I wanted to talk about talk about today. This mm-hmm. podcast is going to be mainly about kind of kind of going back to to the beginning and how how we set up the podcast, how we wanted to approach giving the news and and, and where we got our, our sources and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and, yeah. and and how how the podcast has affected our lives since. Because yeah, I, I believe that that it has impacted my life and and possibly our community, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm, so. I'm excited to talk about it. Um, I have a lot to say about that. <laughs> for sure, um, for sure. Yeah. And it's just been a long time since we've kind of given a state of the pod, like why we're here, what we want to do. Um, and I think it's important that people know where we're coming from with that, because, you know, it, it's been kind of uh, it's grown in a really sustainable way, but mm-hmm. it also, I think in the past two months or so has reached a lot of new people. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of want to just check in and let those new people know what we're all about. Yeah. And, and I'm all about data. And so, you know, mm-hmm. we'd like comparing, you know, how we started, how many people were listening and mm-hmm. now like how many people are like really just check, constantly checking in. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I did not mm-hmm. expect this. This was all like a volunteer fun project that we started and mm-hmm. it's become like a really important resource for the community. Yeah. Um, I never and, saw it coming. Yeah. So I'm, you know, yeah. I guess let's pat ourselves in the back for, <laughs> for like starting something that, that it's meaningful, you know, it is. or hopefully I, I believe it's meaningful. But- I think it is. I know it is. But, I know yeah. it is. All right. Well, well, we're going to jump onto a, a deeper dive uh, on this discussion, but uh, we'll come yeah. back after the break. Let's do it. All right, so um mm-hmm. the status of the podcast um I, I would i would say that you know like like i mentioned before it's definitely grown to to a point where like we we have become a news source local news source i would um, say so and yeah. you know i'm not sure if we even thought that was going to be possible at, no. when we started this project i think it was more like a, we wanted to be to inform our community 
you know, yeah. but we never saw the idea of like this bigger picture. And, no. and I guess, how do we use this opportunity of, of being able to have this bigger picture or this opportunity to share more information? Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the, I feel like, I think we're going to take some steps to making this an even bigger thing yeah. for us as well. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I never, like, I was trying to think about when we said we were going to do this episode, I was trying to think about like, what we even talked about before we decided to do this. Like, I don't even remember what we, I, I literally don't remember. Well, mainly I think uh, Richard Gittlefinger <laughs> was really yeah. involved in this. Richard Gittlefinger really wanted to have like, like a, a monthly like discussion. Maybe mm-hmm. it was going to be like a Facebook live thing, yeah. you know, yeah. where he would talk to the community. And so, you know, and, and I think that's where, you know, cause, cause we were during the last election, we were needing, to connect with people, especially during COVID. I think COVID really like pushed this idea that we need to find better sources to connect with our community because, you know, like this idea of like seeing people face to face, obviously that was taken away mm-hmm. and, and and we, we needed, how, how do we connect with our community? How do we keep them informed of what's happening, what, where their tax money's going and all that, mm-hmm. you know, good yeah. stuff. It all kind of just snowballed. I remember the, what it really started for me was in the summer of 2020, Um, when, you know, and this is actually really, um, pertinent to right now because the paper, uh, the according Democrat was recently sold, Mm -hmm. um, Paxton media group, yeah, yeah, who own, you know, a ton of papers. And so that's a big deal, but it kind of all started in the summer of 2020 for me when there was, um, a very offensive, scary, um, entry into the live wire. Um, from someone who was threatening to not shoot, but kind of any Democrat that would canvas at their home. Uh, I don't know if yeah, you remember I that. I do remember that. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah, so so that is what that. kind of started it all for me, is that this frustration with the local paper. Um, and, and then it just kind of snowballed from there. I went to a county council meeting that was um, a budget session, which they're doing right now, actually, for uh, they, every, they do them every summer. And it was like the county council, because I was going to run for county council, and I wanted to know what county council did, because I didn't know. And I, because I ran to put a name on the ballot, because that's what I believe we should do. Um, And I went to a meeting, and they were making the budget for the county, like big decisions, cutting massive amounts of money from schools, and all these other departments. And I was the only person from the community there. It was the six or, you know, however, seven mm-hmm. county council members and me. And I just mm-hmm. remember thinking, this is odd that there's not another yeah. person in the county in this meeting watching what they're doing. Yeah. And, and I, yeah, I definitely found it really strange. And, and mm-hmm. do you think that us starting this podcast that that holds, you know, that it brings light to what's happening behind closed doors. Do you think that that's what's getting people out? Because the last, I, I've I've only been to one, and I will admit, <laughs> I don't go out to these. Yeah, <laughs> I stay home and well, I, I listen. I honestly online. don't go out to a mini either now, because um, we have such a listen. wonderful team. We have yeah. such a wonderful team that go and out. That's that's what yeah. I'm. You know, the the, the podcast itself has mm-hmm. grown. The, the volunteers and the amount mm-hmm. of people. I again, I. And, and no one's getting paid for any of this. Like, I know. It's pretty amazing that people care about the community and people want to make change. Um, but I, I believe that the podcast has kind of uh, like 
forced people to to go to these meetings not, not from our perspective but like mm-hmm. other members of the community who want to be informed and who want to speak up for you know whatever's mm-hmm. wh- whatever decisions are being taken away yeah and i've noticed that since we started doing this the the meetings themselves are different so at the beginning when we started there was a lot more side talk from the elected officials more candid quips and mm-hmm. off the cuff talk and now everything is pretty business mm-hmm. in these meetings because they know we're watching yeah they know we're and watching they know we're recording i th- i think accountability is a is a key word here and i think like it, it it just goes with any community i think you need to be holding your your leaders accountable mm-hmm. and i mean even at a national level uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it, that's a little harder to do because there's so much, you know, monopoly and and mm-hmm. like the whole national level. But just holding your candidates uh, accountable, especially maybe your state representatives and and those kind of people who you should be calling right now, especially with what's happening with Roe v. Wade, mm-hmm. which I know you had a discussion with Sarah about, mm-hmm. um, and like all that. There's still things that the community can do to do something about it. You know? Yeah. And I think the best example of where we've been successful in that is the playgrounds, this recent <laughs> playground thing. I know. Um, I, uh... it, it was the most, you know, cut and dry example of an issue that we pushed and then something happened on. I just believe it, like $3 million. Yeah, I know. Holy cow. Um, by the time this episode comes out, we'll know if they gave it or not. It, the meeting <laughs> is tomorrow. Um, oh, boy. You know, We'll keep it. We'll just keep watching. That's yeah. all I can say. I mean, I think it's cool. Like I think the, those those uh, renderings. Hey, of, Tatum's going to be cool. on that playground. Yeah, you've got a I mean, baby that's going to awesome. be perfect age for it. <laughs> I might and, go swing on uh, on, <laughs> on the playground. I'm excited. Um, yeah. So I think that that was a really really excellent example of the way we can affect change. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm still like shocked by, by the way that played out. I, yeah. I just still can't get over it that we talk about playgrounds and then literally there's a $3 Things million dollar playground plan the next yeah. week. Um, but, but yeah, I, I think that people that what I've been told by m- multiple people when they see me and talk to me about it is one thing they appreciate is just the distillation of what's happening. So mm-hmm. we're not necessarily editorializing as much as we used to. You know, we used mm-hmm. to, co- I used to, or me, I used to comment more about like what I thought about this and why. Mm-hmm. And now I, I realize what people want is a quick summary of what happened and a time marker of where to watch it. Mm-hmm. So they can decide if my description of what happened is accurate or not to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been really important to realize that's what people want and to go with that rather than kind of putting, you know, what I think aside and more going with what they, the people want to see mm-hmm. from us is important. You know, I, I definitely have noticed from the beginning, I noticed a change in how you see, how you approach things too, mm-hmm. like from a personal level. Like mm-hmm. I, I think when we started this, you were like hardcore Democrat, like <laughs> hardcore. And I'm not saying you're not anymore, mm-hmm. but like, I think, now, like you, both sides always need to be held, held accountable. Mm-hmm. It's not just like one leaning or favoring over the mm-hmm. other. I think they're both need to be heard. They both have, you know, 
there's some value in, in, in both opinions. Um, cause I, when you were talking to Sarah blessing on the, the most recent episode, you did mention that, you know, the values of, of, of what they believe in being mm-hmm. pro-life and all that, you know, like they, they also kind of have to be heard because they have some kind of meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's, you know, like the, I, I was kind of surprised when I heard that, I heard mm-hmm. you say that. Cause yeah. I think, you know, again, I, I all I think when I think about Graylin, I'm like hardcore Democrat over here. Like I don't care what you have to say. I'm yeah. a Democrat. Yeah, it's not that I'm. I still don't feel that way. I do. I just don't know if that's gonna help that kind of attitude. That's yeah. where where I've landed. Is like okay, if we actually want this to change, just being very tribal about it and and saying this is the way, and everyone should just everyone who doesn't think like me is just mm-hmm. wrong and misinformed. I can still think that, but, but I just don't know where you go from there. I just don't know how anything gets better. Um, being just lockstep like that. Yeah. If you actually want to change the community, you have to think about what's the way to get the change. Yeah. And I mean, putting, putting yourselves in their shoes. Like, why is it that they're, choosing to be or believe in this mm-hmm. or believe in that and um, yeah yeah I, and that doesn't mean agree. i have to say i don't or that oh, yeah. i agree with them like i don't yeah. agree with you at all but if i'm not going to if i'm unwilling to hear you yeah now there are some things i think that i am not willing to hear um racism <laughs> like, is one of them like i'm yeah. not going to sit here and talk about race with a yeah. racist i'm just not going yeah. to the other side has this ex- exact problem where they're not willing to listen to mm-hmm. the other side because they're so dead on. This is how we see our, our life. This is, you know, we're conservatives and this is what we do. And it's like, you can still be conservative and still be open-minded and, and be willing to listen. And you know? we, we have a lot of people that listen to the show that I think are like that. Yeah. You know, I think it, that's, that's how it yeah. should be. That's a community. Like you, you gotta be okay with other people's, especially now the cordon's growing. I mean, there's, way more people from out, you know, coming in accordion that are from, you know, different places. And, you know, that affects the culture. These people grew up in different environments, different cultures, and everything's, you know, like you got to be open yeah. to to growth and and and, and learning and being open-minded about things. Um, but that brings me to to the question I put on the list, which is like when we started this podcast, the the whole reason why it's called the blue dot is, is because you know people would comment that they felt like they were a blue dot in a red ocean. Now I want to I want the listeners to hopefully you know comment on this, but do you feel like you are still a blue dot in a red ocean at, I, at this point? I don't. I I personally didn't really before. I mean, I felt like we were outnumbered, but I had a solid community of people that I knew were liberal. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely not as much as, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I don't feel that way at all. Yeah. I, I definitely I think again, the, the accountability I think has really brought people and, and it really showed that there is more like-minded people than you think in this town. Yeah. So, yeah. Which is kind of, kind of scary. At the same time. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, uh, you know, I think there are a lot of people that, you know, back when we started, I felt like the whole county was Trumpers. Mm-hmm, um, I don't feel that way anymore. It's been two years. And I do think there are few diehard, fewer diehard Trumpers than there were then. 
Yeah, I, I do. I, I kind of agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it means that there's a bunch of liberals now, but <laughs> um, I do think there are fewer of the truly, you know, militant, culty Trumpers. I think that mm-hmm. has has dissipated quite a bit. Now, whether it'll rear its ugly head in 2024, I don't know. Um, that'll be interesting to see. That's another thing. Again, we started this at, right after the election, and you know we were discussing again like Republicans and Trump and and all these different things that were taking place. And it almost feels like it, it's almost two years since we've been doing this podcast. It's so and crazy! It I can't even like believe we're still it's discussing been two years. the same things. I know. Like it's it feels like it was so long ago, but yet we're even the the insurrection. Like why are uh, we still talking about this? Like all these different things that like it feels like things just drag on forever i know like and 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 like is that a set of strategy to get us still worn out to give up and not give a i think so and and honestly like that's kind of where i am (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's too hot outside yeah i I don't want to do anything right now yeah i honestly feel worn out like like over all of my emotions like around this kind of work is exhaustion is is pretty up there yeah. um as far as like the 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 democrats versus republicans and like the political landscape where mm-hmm. i feel like really energized is by what we we do with um these community issues that are local to here like the traffic issue like um mm-hmm you know, interviewing cool people that are doing mm-hmm. cool stuff in the community. Like mm-hmm. I find that really energizing right now and mm-hmm. the work with the political stuff, very draining. Yeah. It's like one gives me energy and one takes it away. And, um, that's not great when you're going into an election, <laughs> <laughs> especially when you're the chair, when of the you're party. the chair of the party. Um, so, you know, we've had to kind of, you know, think about that and, and how we, you know, allow other people that are more energized to do the work, to step in and um, do what's needed because there's a difference. I also believe, and in our conversation we had with Dan Cannon mm-hmm. was one of the best I think we've had on all of and this. I brought that up with other people. Yeah. Like, I've, mm-hmm. you know, like it's funny. I, I was talking to my family and they just brought up that they were, uh, that my aunt got called to a jury duty and they mm-hmm. were like, Ugh, you know, and so I was like, jumped in and I was like, you know, that's one of the best things you can do for your that's community. Amazing. <laughs> and they were all like, what? And I explained it to them. And then they were like, you're right. You're right. It's like, cause yeah. you know, guess what? Like if you're not there, then the entire jury is made up of what, you know, a mm-hmm. certain majority. And then yeah. you, you know, you're probably dealing with like a, a, a you know, a minority and in, in, in the judgment seat. And, and so I, it, I thought fantastic. it was funny, but again, he, he really like talking to Dan Cannon really changed yeah. my perspective on this whole thing. And I think again, that, that's all part of had this podcast. I yeah. think this podcast really like educates. And that yeah. was the goal. I think one of my goals was educate community, create a community. Mm-hmm. And you know, we've done I, both of those things. I and, think we have. Yeah. And, but you know, I, I can't tell you how many times I forward um like the the schedules for county council and stuff, especially when I was at uh leadership, uh people were asking to go to like county council meetings and stuff. And so like, that's like one of, uh, one of many features that, that you provide to the community. It's like, 
you know, you want to be part of this, like here's mm-hmm. a way to do it. Well, and before, you know, the only place to get a meeting or a schedule of the public meetings for the week was in the Corian Democrat, which you had to pay to see. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you didn't pay for the Corian Democrat, there was no way for you to know yeah. uh, when these meetings are. And so, you know, as far as going forward, I think we just stay the course, keep doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would really love, I, I do really want to get somebody either maybe not an elected official that's a Republican, cause that might be a reach, but you know, somebody, an elected official locally, I would really just love, you know, if anyone out there is listening to this, that is one, you know, we are, we come in peace and we would like to have you on. I think yeah. it would be an excellent, uh, discussion and we're open to it. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, I this is again community. It's about hearing all sides and having a dialogue. That's really it. Um, yeah. There's no need to get hostile with anything, obviously. Um, and and everyone I think is- we're here to help. You know, I, I think in a lot of ways at the beginning that maybe wasn't as true in some ways with the tone of what I would put out. You know, more adver- adversarial. Um, but, but I really do want to just make things easier for people to understand. Yeah. Um, that's the goal. Yeah. That's Hearing the, goal. the other side and, and, you know, I mean, I, okay, this is something that I always think about and it's like, what is it about people that support Trump that like, what is it about it? And, and again, like, I, there's I a always, lot of stuff. I know, I know, but, but it's uh, like, it's like, I, I, I I yet to sit down with a Trump supporter and try to have like a really smart conversation because anytime I, I try to talk to someone about it, it's a very aggressive like approach. And then it's like, well, I just want to have a normal conversation. Like, what is it? And like, you will be challenged on your opinions. I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's so much more. To yeah. It, there's more to it. I may not say anything there. <laughs> no comments. If you can't say anything nice, don't say, um, no, I'm just joking. Um, I have, you know, a few people that listen to the podcast that are Republicans or conservatives, but mm-hmm. they don't necessarily like Trump. And I have a hard line with people that still love Trump. Like that to me is almost a bridge too far. I can deal with somebody who's conservative. I can deal with a Republican. But if you are still subscribing to what Trump's selling, I I have well, a hard time. Yeah. I have well, a hard time. So, same, you know, that's where I'm at. It's the same concept of racism, which there's a little parallels there. Yeah, there's a, there's a line and it's still there. I haven't yeah. taken it away completely. Well, uh, I guess in jumping to like, like where, where we get our news sources yeah. and, and all that good stuff. This I is mean, interesting. At the beginning, I mean, I was like really listening to podcasts oh, left and right all the time. And I'm going to say the same thing after the, the zero. Uh, yeah. Like I, I kind of slow down on listening to podcasts and I mainly get my, my sources from like my news headlines on my phone same. and I'll just look at what's you know, what's hot and what's happening right now, but I'm not really digging deep on what's happening. I just kind of try to stay on top of the more recent events, which again has been mainly like Roe v. Wade. And Mm -hmm. I kind of tend to ignore the whole insurrection thing. I'm just like, this is just- I haven't watched any of the hearings. Um, I find that it's all very sensational. 
And I, I believe they should be happening. I think it's awful, but I also don't understand why everyone is so shocked. Didn't we already know that this is what happened? I know. I mean, I just I'm kind of like, yeah, when people say, <laughs> did you see the hearings last night? Did you see what he said and what they did? And I'm like, yeah, I remember the, the what latest, happened. latest thing was like the Trump recordings and how he was like going back and recording himself again. Yeah. It's like, well, I can't say that. I can't yeah. say that. I was just like, and oh it's my like, God, well, don't you guys know that this is all pre-planned, pre-recorded? And, yeah. and, like, uh, and I feel like we know he's nuts right yeah, i mean yeah. aren't we all on the same page with that? <laughs> and that he would have totally over i mean like if he was wanting to just overturn the election like this is we knew this is what was happening yeah. anyway but but yeah i you know the i get the majority of my stuff um from you know all the news I follow all the major newspapers like Washington on, Post, yeah, yeah, the, on you know, Instagram. As my, yeah. Yeah. And then Jessica Ellen is still, you know, yeah. ride or die for me. And then, um, I've started following Sharon says so, which I like her, but sometimes it's a little too both sidesy for me, just a tiny bit, but mm -hmm. I do appreciate what she does. She, if you don't know out there, the listener Sharon says, so is a, She's a former government teacher who tries to educate from like the bottom line, like, you know, explain it to me like a fifth grader is what she always says. So she's like trying to educate everybody on how this happens and like a Supreme Court decision. And it's really it is really good. Um, but, you know, sometimes it's just a little too too much for me. Um, yeah. It's also a lot of content like, whoa, like there's like a million slides up at the top of the stories. Um, but yeah, I don't listen to podcasts anymore. Political podcasts, it's just too much for me. Yeah, I definitely tuned um, out for sure. But mm -hmm. yeah, I'm the same way. I've kind of just get my news media from like the most the standard ones, and then you know, there's other little side posts of like the pro progressivists or some kind of. Mm -hmm. I think there's an Instagram page, and they just highlight a lot of different things like these. And I but, think, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, but then also for local level, I really mainly just check on the blue dot that's, really <laughs> well, that's another story. thing is like i'm too busy like trying to figure out what's happening here in this little county that yeah you know i, I andrew kind of keeps um tabs on national for me and fills me in um yeah. because i'm too busy like what did nelson steepro say <laughs> yesterday you know uh, <laughs> uh, in too deep about it's that full-time job Graham. it's a full-time job um but uh yeah, I think a lot of this is the natural progression of somebody who gets engaged in doing this kind of work. Mm -hmm. And if you want to have like a lasting, high quality of life while trying to affect change, you've got to find a way. And we were talking a little bit about this before we started recording to say, OK, I'm going to care up until this point and then mm -hmm. I'm going to stop caring or I'm going to stop, you know, and that's what I've kind of had to do yeah. just say well, it's you know, mainly to protect yourself yeah like you know at some point and this is the same thing that like my psychology teacher told me it's like you got to stop you got to give yourself this line and then if you're going beyond this line to help this person and or help anybody or or deal with this problem and you're crossing that line and you're hurting yourself so you gotta mm -hmm. you gotta know where when to stop because and i think everybody has to just come to that conclusion yeah. for themselves they yeah, have to just sure. go through it themselves to get there yeah, um, and and I, you know, that's another thing. In this county, 
you know, going to board meetings and, and, and council meetings and all that. Like I just have, I, all I hear was a lot of ideas, a lot of like, Oh, we should be doing this. Oh, we should be doing that. But mm-hmm. there's absolutely no initiative taken by the individual who has the idea. And, and that's something that's like one of my biggest pet peeves is if you have an idea, if you have something to say, then take initiative and take responsibility over it. That's, yeah. that's it. Don't, don't wait for somebody else to, to do it for you. I mean, that's, that's not going to happen. You're, you're a grown adult. You can mm-hmm. handle it. Hopefully you're a grown adult. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, totally. I couldn't agree more. And it is so refreshing when you do get somebody who does have ideas and will act on them. That's good. Yeah. I, I, I support people a hundred percent and I want people to be successful. And if we have the same mission in mind, you know, even better. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing before we move on to recommendations that I wanted to to just talk about is, you know, there, the listeners out there, we really want to hear from you about what you want to hear from us. Like, mm-hmm. um, we threw out a question box on Facebook a couple of days ago and just said, you know, what do you want to know about, or what, what do you want us to talk about? Um, mm-hmm. and the answers were, were, were really good. Um, you know, and we're going to probably take some into consideration and think about doing future episodes, but, um, there's a big issue going on in the, United Methodist Church that that I want to maybe dive into. So if anyone out there is, you know, um, a member of the congregation at the United Methodist downtown or one of the other Methodist churches, um, they're having kind of a schism in the Methodist church right now. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. So that's something that I am not uh, a resource (laughs) on. Like, I know zero. And so that might be something people would want to hear about. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I just wanted to throw that out there. Did we have any other like Um, questions that kind of stood out? I'm going to go back to it. Um, The Corydon Town Plan or the Harrison County Town Planning Initiative. Um, That's interesting. That's a really good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. Um, Yeah, we've covered um, a couple of those meetings, um, just like you know, um, in audio form, but we haven't actually talked about that initiative on the podcast. It's a, I think it's a community foundation thing they're doing mm-hmm. different town plans for all the towns in the county um el napolito this uh cheryl says we love el napolito so much the same people have worked there for years and i would love to hear their stories we have you and i have talked about getting people mm-hmm. from el napolito on the show before and that's something that we should probably really try to do so when i when i read that comment Mm-hmm. I was, or yeah, I was actually sitting in, at El Nop and I oh! almost, I had a margarita and I was like, I almost That's just like went out to, to somebody, it. but they were so busy. And I was like, maybe this is not the right time to ask somebody yeah, they're yeah. being slammed. Yeah. But I know they're always I so busy. I, I think I should, you know, when, whenever the, it's a slow time, I should probably mm-hmm. go and, and, and talk Raul, to him. I would love to have him Who's on. Who's Raul? He's is he the um, owner or? I don't know if he's the owner or the general manager. You know, okay. it's, you know who he is. I mean, uh, he's usually know. in the front desk. Yeah. Is that the guy? And yeah, kind of I'm, managing can... just all around. And um, yeah. I would love to have him on. If he's listening, you, we would love to have you on. Love yeah, it. I think we definitely need more like Latino content. And like, we need to talk about what's happening in, the, in that side of our county that we don't really know. You know, yeah. there's, there's three or four Mexican restaurants in this town. And we have never had like a Mexican I know. representative in our I podcast. Know. And I think it's something that we need to do. For we sure. need to do it for sure. Yeah. But yeah. you know, I'm excited. I'm, I'm ready to keep going. Yeah. I'm excited for the future. And mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, 
even from an image perspective, the image of our our podcast, I think it's going to keep growing into a more professional look. Um, and I'm excited for that. And I don't know, I, I think that we are a real news agency. I, I really I think we are. believe that. I think I people do too. look I forward to us. So congratulations. And, and- <laughs> Thanks. Um, one thing I have made a little bit of a change on the website, and I'm, you know, if we do some upgrades, I it will stay this way, I think, is I've made a different page for each board, like school board and town council. These boards that have really regular meetings where not a ton of note happens, but we just want all the recordings. Um, so those are housed like in a separate website where it's just all the South Harrison School Board recordings, rather than having them mixed up in like the news articles or you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. um so that's a little bit better for people so you can just easily find a meeting that you want to know what happened in yeah for yeah. sure okay. cool well this was fun um yeah this was really fun yeah I, i'm glad i like the future of where we're mm-hmm. headed I'm, I'm super happy um and i'm really excited to talk about recommendations <laughs> all right have a good one let's jump right in okay If you love getting local updates from the Blue Dot, consider making a donation by visiting bluedothc.com slash donate. Blue Dot is made up entirely of volunteers and all donations go towards reaching out into the community and bring you the information you deserve. Any contributions will make a significant impact. Please visit bluedothc.com slash donate to make your contributions. Thank you so much. Okay, I am beyond excited to talk about my recommendation because the past couple episodes, I haven't had anything really like, this is my recommendation, but today I do. And it's Lizzo's new album special. Have you listened Uh, to it? You know what? I have not, but I am about to play it today. (laughs) It's so good. It is so good. What is like, I know that she's like feminist, positive, body positive Mm -hmm. and all that. Like I said, all that times 10. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Times that's 100. Kind of what I would ex- times yeah. 100. That's kind of what I would expect from her. And my brother has, um, you know, a philosophy on this album. He says it's very old school and that it's just pop songs. Like there's no talking interludes. There's mm-hmm. no like, it's not an album that tells a story. It's just like 12 pop songs that are awesome. And it is so like, you, you can't be unhappy when you're listening to it. Like, it it will immediately make you happy to listen to this music. And I can't recommend it um, highly enough. Um, Also, if you use the Peloton app, um, they they had a series of, uh, like, album premiere classes. And I was taking the bike class. And Lizzo walked into the class to take the class on the screen. What? Damn. Dang. Mic drop, mic I know, drop right there. I know. So it was pretty awesome. I I really, you know, it's just great music. What are you yeah, gonna say? No, I love her. I love everything. Yeah. You know, all her other music too. It's just like you know, just love your body for or love yourself for who mm-hmm. you are. Like, don't let everything everybody else tell you how to live your life, how to like believe your own. You know, like I don't. Know. She's yeah. awesome. Yeah, my favorite um, song, one of my favorite songs is the first song. And I can't remember the line, but it's it's something about making smoothies during COVID. And like, <laughs> I just was like, hey, this is my kind of music. Perfect. I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what about you? 
Well, you know, you mentioned this on one of your recommendations and uh, Harry, the Harry uh, Styles album. I can't decide um, which album I like better, honestly. Those two, well, you know, that's all you need. Which one? Wait, I don't even know. The Lizzo the album or Harry Styles. Oh, gotcha. I mean, gotcha. I like that Harry Styles album as much as the Lizzo album, maybe yeah. more. It's so good. It's just, is there's something about like just feel good music about being yourself. It's the same and, kind of vibe as the Lizzo album, for sure. Yeah. I mean, and, and he's like, he's definitely pushing the boundaries of like, you know, what is expected as a man and what is mm -hmm. expected, you know, like he just doesn't care. And maybe he, you know, maybe he does care. That's a thing. Like there's a difference between not caring and caring enough to make a statement about it. And, and like that, that doesn't matter. Like you can still be male and you can still wear whatever the hell you want to wear. Yeah, yeah it exactly. doesn't matter. I, I, and I just, the songs on the, are, I just think all the songs are so different. Like they all sound Absolutely. really different and they're all just so incredible. Yeah. Yeah. No, every oh. time I'm, I'm getting Tatum ready, um, yeah. I'm just playing the, the album. It's just like yeah. our morning routine. Oh, the kids our, our love that routine. album. Yeah. The kids <laughs> love that album. We yeah. love music for a sushi restaurant. I mean, oh my God. like the, the kids will just, the kids just will drop everything they're doing you know, and get to dancing it's when we put that fun. on. It's the best. Awesome. Yeah. I... And a running. It's a great running album. Really? Oh, oh yeah. It's a great running album. I'm going to have to try it. See, I haven't been running in the running group either because I'm just, my brain. I've been, just... Well, I've been kind of going, but it's just too hot and humid. I mean, you yeah. know me, it's all about the weather. And <laughs> I you're mean, like in between seasons kind of runner. <laughs> yeah. I run for five outside for like five days in the spring and five days in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. i used to run outside more but i got that treadmill man and it's like yeah. you know well, you're, you got the setup like the treadmill the like the bike like the it's, peloton like it's just it's too cushy awesome. it's too yeah. cushy i mean well, why would you want to go outside in the community like and and, that, and that's another thing that we haven't even talked about like how crazy like we, we're not going to ever talk about the weather in our podcast but how crazy the weather's getting or how um, hot it's getting, you know? I know. I mean, we're actually, oh, that reminds me. Um, the next episode on August 7th. Oh, we're um, talking about weather? Jim is coming on to do a history <laughs> of the floods in Corydon. Oh, that's awesome. And, you know, we're going to talk about climate and all that stuff. I think that's going to be great. Yeah. I think that, yeah, we definitely need to learn a little more. There's mm -hmm. a huge history on it, so. Oh, yeah, totally. Okay. Well, my, my last recommendation, well, no, I got two more, but oh wow, okay, bear with me here. So okay. Stranger, Stranger Things season four, oh. it, it became a horror series and it's less kid friendly. That's, yeah. that's, I guess all I wanted to say about that. It's like, well, we started it and the first episode was 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, excuse you. <laughs> I mean, I got a life to live. No, yeah, we, we had I to take a lot of breaks do. in between. <laughs> We watched like half an episode here, half an episode yeah, there. Yeah, we might have to just do that because I told Andrew, I was like, I can't do this. We looked ahead at the <laughs> other episodes and they were all so long. And I have a thing about those kids and the way they've aged. Well, like what? I mean, I kind of feel like, like I kind of agree with you, but I want to hear your perspective. What, I, what do you it mean? sounds just so wrong and awful. So everyone out there, just don't judge me, but I just don't <laughs> like the way they've aged. <laughs> <laughs> in, in what way like are they more confident or are they oh, like no, not, funny? Their, not, not the like, way they I, act their appearance what do you mean, what do you mean? oh <laughs> 
man. It just, I didn't even recognize a couple of them. And I was like, who's this new character? And then Andrew's <laughs> like, that's the kid that was in the first, you know? And yeah. I was like, what? I don't know. I, I had the same kind of thing happen to me with Harry Potter. Like when the kids got older. <sighs> it was a little off. <laughs> Well, I now mean, they're also throwing in like cultural references and like mm. that now one of the characters is gay, okay. but you don't figure that out until a lot much. Gotcha. Well, actually two of them are, but okay. um, you, and one of them might surprise you and you're like, okay. Oh, I did not. Gotcha. I mean, I, everyone out there, like, don't listen to anything I'm saying. It's awful. <laughs> it's not even right, but I, it's just, it's just how I feel. I'm yeah. just not. I'm not into the show anymore. I used to think it was okay, but I feel like it hasn't done a whole lot different. Like it never changes. Maybe oh, this season, this season okay. changes. Okay. This, okay. I mean, this season, I think the season it, it changed and it also set everything up for the, the fifth season is going to be the last season. Oh, and God. so they set everything up. Like in this season, you actually have a bad guy and the other seasons, it's like you're fighting this unknown thing that you don't even, you haven't figured yeah. out what it is, but there's an actual bad guy in this okay, one. Okay. That's the first thing anyone said to me that makes me want to actually watch it because yeah. I felt like it's just so vague up until now. I've been I, like, I think it was the best one, I would say, okay. out of all the seasons. Cool. And but it also like you could tell that they're setting up for the last season. Okay. And and I got after finishing this season, I was like, oh man, I need to know what happens next. So I started looking up reviews or people talking about what's possibly gonna happen in season five and it's all gonna take place in, in Hawkins and all that. Mm, but mm. You know, it, it's gonna be good. It's gonna okay. be awesome. Okay. Okay. Uh, maybe <laughs> I'll yeah, watch it. But the last thing I wanted to talk about since when we started this podcast, all we talked about for recommendations was Survivor. Full circle moment right now. Survivor, you know, and then like post-COVID Survivor and how how it's changed. The game has changed. The people have changed. The way that Jeff calls them in has changed. So how do you, you know, what do you think of the new season? I loved it. I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) You always love it. I always love it. Um, I loved Jonathan. The big mm-hmm. strong guy. Mm-hmm. We thought he was great. He was a little, I don't know. They had some really interesting things happen with race on this season, this last this last season. Um, the black players, <laughs> they kind of started to pick off all the black players. It was odd. Do you remember back black players speaking yeah. each no, other that, off? No, or, like, no, they yeah, teamed up. They kind gotcha. of yeah, 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 the the white players kind of started voting the black players off. And it was odd and it, it was, um, very strange. And the, the way they kind of resolved the issue was interesting. Um, and then of course, um, the player or the winning player was black at the end. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, Jonathan, I didn't think looked great during that time. Um, but I just thought they haven't had somebody who dominated challenges like he did yeah. in a long time. So it was fun to watch him do the challenges, but he was um, mainly all brawn. It was like, crazy. Oh yeah. That's I all mean, he was. And yeah. That guy's not a lot going on. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I didn't want to say that, but there's, he just seemed like that's all he was good at. It's yeah. just like, uh, yeah. But game. I mean, the season was pretty good. Yeah, I was very happy yeah. with the one. And there was, you know, the, the, they touch a lot on the topics of like the LGBTQ mm-hmm. and, and like the changing, like the way they address yeah. how he calls people in and all that. I think, I think there definitely was a lot of culture change. And this was like a moment where like things 
we're being progressive. And I think COVID, the, the break they took with the whole COVID thing really gave them some time to like address, like what is going to be the future of Survivor? Like how do we treat people? And of people all the shows way? on television, I would never in my life think Survivor would be the one to kind of like yeah. take its sign of the times and be like, yeah. where do we want to go and how do yeah, we want to yeah. change? But it has, and that's mm-hmm. so odd. Well, I was even thinking back to like season one and how the prize was like a bag of Doritos and some Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, definitely yeah. times have changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I enjoyed the season. I will watch the next season. Yeah. It's what I do. Yeah, good times. Maybe yeah. the, we might not talk about it again for a while. We won't. We've, just closed, to- we've closed that chapter. Just um, want to leave it there. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, we'll be back with Jim at the next episode. And then, you know, you're going to be rotating in. We're, we're going to have, you know, the people we've had on before will be back. Sarah, Anna, my brother, yeah. my mom, you know, new yeah. hosts will come in. Um, we're just going to try to get as many people involved as possible because it, it really makes for a better show, I think. Absolutely. And that also, I really appreciate everybody kind of yeah. be willing and, mm-hmm. and jumping in and all that yeah. and helping out. So. Yeah, it's great. Well, this was awesome. This was I'm great. I'm glad that we got to uh, kind of touch base on the status of the podcast. Yep. Thanks, guys. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.